Celebrate Halloween with dressed up donuts from Dunkin', like the spooky sweet Halloween spider donut. Trick or treat! Aren't you a little bit old to be trick or treating? Uh, no. This is, uh, it's just a really good uh, costume. Anyway, I hear you're giving out Dunkin' Spider Donuts? Didn't I just see you with your kid? No, that was just, uh, my friend. Psst, Dad, is it working? Run to Dunkin' all month long for the Halloween Spider Donut and get 10 Munchkin's Donut Hole Treats for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Limited time offer. Participation may vary. Are you in need of an encouraging word to start your day? Do you need someone to pray in agreement with you? Here at Restoration Christian Ministries, we offer our daily prayer call. Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Eastern Time, where members of our ministry team will lift you up as you head out into the course of your day. The phone number for our prayer call is 641-715-3645, and the PIN number to dial is 500-765, followed by the pound key. Be encouraged and stay encouraged with our daily prayer call at 641-715-3645. Don't forget to press 500-765 and the pound key for our prayer call at Restoration Christian Ministries. This week at Restoration Place. We become this message. Sometimes a messy message, but nevertheless a message, a message that is emergency, that is an awakening alarm for others who will hear your messy message, your beautiful message. Mm -hmm. This message is like a melody and that people begin to sing and share with others. They're passing this message down. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Welcome to this place of restoration. Father God, so that your word will fall deep on good soil, Lord God. Yes. Yes. Father God, just give us each and every one of us what we need, oh God, because yes. you can speak yes. one word, yes. and it means something different to each and every one of us. So I just yes. pray, God, allow me to decrease yes. as you increase. May it be all of you and none of me, God. Yes. May I be hidden as I am supposed to be in Christ. Yes. And just have your way, Holy Spirit. Just have minister way, to your yeah. children, oh God. Just yes. give us ears with the say of the Lord, oh God. Yes. And just mold these lips of clay, Heavenly Father, such your words may bring shape 
and Heavenly Father, yes, shape yes. and exist in those things that are not and become those things that should be, Father God. Yes, There's yes. transformation taking place today from panel of our crowns of our heads to the soles of our feet. Just touch each and every one of us, oh God. We just thank you, Heavenly Father, for what you have prepared for each and every one of us. And in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Um, I always see um, we've been having um, prayer calling, prayer and devotion in the morning, uh, typically Monday through Friday. And usually my day's Wednesday, and usually I say, as of late, I'm like, okay, I should be before you long. Because be, usually I only have like, I have like one or two scriptures now, so it should be pretty short. But, you know, the Holy Spirit, He likes to do what He does. Yes, so, I mean, the Lord is, you know, use me as to message to every one of us. Um, anyway, because um, a part of me wants to say I should be before you long, because I'm not a long speaker anyway. And so I do have a little bit more time because I'm not on the phone. But, anyway, um, um, my, I'm going to be coming from out of a couple of different verses, but I'm just going to start um, as my key verse because this is kind of where I'm at. Um, 2 Corinthians, very familiar scripture. 2 Corinthians 5 7. It's funny because in the Bible it's in parentheses. It's almost like, of course. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Yes. And um, briefly, I just wanted to um, share, I was telling my husband, I was like, okay, you know, I'm not, I'm not really sure, um, usually before I speak, sometimes I'm not really sure what the Lord wants me to say, like Wednesday, like Thursday when I spoke, I was clear, lately I've been clear, it's like, but God, he does something new. Because um, Wednesday when I was, when I was discussing, when I was sharing on Thursday, when doing our prayer devotional, I was sharing how oftentimes, you know, like, um, We'll go through different um, tests and trials, and we go, and um, something is producing. What? I have no idea, but there's something inner deep within that is producing, and um, and oftentimes, you know, it feels like we're drowning. It feels like, you know, the kids who are choking us, and our faith, you know, is almost seemingly as if it's non-existence, but like a small size of a seed, but even like a less of a seed, like an invisible seed that is definitely working just by the mere minimum. Um, but fortunately, you know, God has given us His Holy Spirit, this guarantee, this deposit, and. Um, and with that being said, I was thinking about how Jesus, how, you know, um, Peter had said, Jesus, you know, bid me out to come out to the water where you are. Just call me out, command me. And um, so Jesus, he commands him, he, you know, he's walking out towards him. And, um, but of course, it's after the tests and trials. So, you know, we're going out after our tests and trials, the development, there's a shaping and a molding. There's a formation, there's something being formed internally so that way it can come forth externally. Um, we're not a people who, um, are just cats to be casual when approaching the Lord. There has to be um, specific aim, specific purpose, um, with a determination of fervency. Um, and hopefully it's not out of you know dire need, like, Lord, I need this, or Lord, I want this, but just something, just a sweet fragrance, mm -hmm. like a sweet flower in the garden. Um, and so when I was studying initially, I was looking over how God, he had Hosea. He had Hosea Mary Gomer, who was a prostitute. And so I think about um, not so much just, you know, the title prostitute, but just in where she makes herself available. Available to whomever, whenever, however. She's not particular. She's not choosy. You know, some people may say she's filthy, she, you know, she's dirty, but yeah, she was still able to, but God specifically chose her. Mm -hmm. 
in spite of how she, you know, in spite of how if she appeared, in spite of what she looked like, in spite of her different encounters in life, in spite of her decisions, God, he specifically still chose her purposely to understand a relationship in covenant. In God's covenant with his people, oftentimes as children, as members of the body of Christ, with regardless of title, we become this message. Sometimes a messy message, but nevertheless a message. A message that is emergency, that is an awakening alarm for others who will hear your messy message, your beautiful message. Mm -hmm. This message is like a melody and that people begin to sing and share with others. They're passing this message down. So here you have Hosea, prophet of God, being asked by the Lord, listen, I need you to marry her. In the same way, Jesus, you know, he gave, he decided to offer up his life to marry us, to reconnect, to rejoin, recreate. It's re-represents a repetition to re, mm -hmm. re-again. Yes. And so here we are reborn. Everything's redone. And so now it's like we have to be in a place where we're walking by faith. Yeah. Walking by this mysterious thing called faith. It's multifunctional. Mm -hmm. Like it can be a shield. It can be a covering. It can be a key to access. It can be, um, it's like a seed you put in the ground that begins to get nourished and watered. If we take care of it properly, if we put it in the right place, if we're mindful about where we're putting our faith, not in the things, but in He who called us, who chose us yes. on purpose, yes. in spite of our filthiness, in spite of where we've been, where we're headed. And sometimes we can be completely oblivious as to what He's doing. So true, so true. And you know, I was looking at Isaiah 43, another familiar passage. He said, Behold, I will do a new thing. A new thing. I'm doing something new. So if it's something new, you're not going to really recognize because it's a totally different. It's so different, so mind-boggling, making no sense. It looks like self-defeat. Kind of like Jesus going to the cross. Look like, oh man, we're done. I thought the king was coming. This is the head. What's happening? The captain of our salvation is being crucified. My life looks like it's in complete chaos. It looks like I'm in jeopardy. It looks like I'm sinking. It looks like things are going completely backwards. Like I'm doing this cycle. I just done. I just left there, and here I am once again. Because like I'm going backwards. However, I'm doing a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? So there's something we should be recognizing certain clues. Yes, okay, like yes. this is this is this is this new. He's doing something new because I don't have that same drudge. I don't have that same feeling, that same negativity. I don't still have that hopelessness. Like for whatever reason, I still have this hope, this anchor, this thing that's still keeping me flat-footed in Him. I'm not so easily storm-tossed to and fro. I'm not so easily moved and swayed. I will, he said, I will even make a way in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. So he's not worried about where we're at. Yes, he's yes. not worried about yes, what it looks like, uh -huh. where it's at, what I'm doing, the decisions I'm making, because he already knows. And so now we need to know. He knows. And I remember it was one time I was, um, before I rededicated my life to the Lord, and I was in a place where I was like, well, God, it's our mission. You know everything. 
So what difference does it make what I do, what I say? What difference does it make? You know, you're omniscient. You're God. You're unknowing. What difference does it make? What difference do I make? And then I was they have been listening to Joyce Smythe at the time. And she says, Boom, those random things. I don't call it random. You know, it's like, ah, today's your day. Kind of like we went to well in Samaria. Ah, today's your day. Today, today's your day, daughter. But to find out how thirsty you really are. <coughs> and so she says, you don't know. It's like, you know, but you don't know. <laughs> it's like, okay. Huh. And that hit me. I won't, it's something so simple. Like, it's funny how the simplest word, the simple expression or phase can make you like, huh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So I need to get in the know. Mm-hmm. I need to understand some things. And so you have here the Lord saying, I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing something new in you, for you, all around you. It may look familiar. It may look similar. Kind of like when the children were in the, in the wilderness. They're going around and around. And oftentimes they say, you know, the mumbling, the grumbling, the attitudes, the complaining, yes. the frustration. You know, and I'm, and I'm thinking it's funny because I was like, I had a, um, like my sandals. I had these sandals this past um, spring and they're my favorite sandals. I was looking for a replacement. I couldn't find me. And they're wearing, the soles are wearing, the, the shirts are coming down. I'm asking my husband, I'm like, honey, can you, can you glue the soul, can you glue the soul? Because I didn't want to let them go. Because I'm like, they're my favorite. I couldn't find the new ones. I'm like, I, want, I wanted to hold on to what I already had. Because mm-hmm. I, I like them. They yeah. were comfortable, yeah. but they were falling apart. Yeah. They weren't good for my feet yeah. at all, whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But I wanted them. Mm-hmm. I wanted to keep them. I know I needed new ones, mm-hmm. but I was, com- I was never comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know? And so he glues them for me. And so I wear them. I go to work. And then almost like the next day, uh, and I saw I'm, I'm racing my son. He's like, Mommy, come on, let's race. I'm running in these same sandals for some reason. Because, you know, I was like, I can feel the concrete under my floor. Okay, okay. And so, but later, my foot, my right to the, the part under my right to big toe is red, it's swelling. I'm like, huh. I wonder what, what's the problem. Guess I shouldn't have did that because I used some new shoes. <laughs> All right, so. You know, so I ended up having to wrap my foot in an ace bandage. And I had to wear part, I had to actually wear one of my, my husband's flip flop. So I'm wearing my shoe, my sandal, my favorite sandals on one foot. That's still good. And on the other foot, <laughs> I'm wearing, it's wrapped up in an ace bandage and my husband's flip flop. I'm going to work because <laughs> I'm focused. I got an assignment to do. Can't, can't avoid it. You know, and so sometimes, we could be so stuck on what we want. Yeah. So true. We can become so complacent unintentionally mm-hmm. because our intentions are so well-meaning. It's like, but Lord, can you please bless my foot? I know I shouldn't have gotten new <laughs> shoes, but Lord, it wasn't time yet, was it? And so not recognizing, but yet recognizing mm-hmm. that it's time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you have to know your season. That's so true. Which is funny because the Bible also says, be ready in and out of season. Now I remember thinking about that this morning, like, Lord, but why? Why do I need to be ready? Okay, I get in season because everything is flowing, okay? But out of season? Why do I need to be ready out of season? Because 
everything's kind of looks dead. It's kind of looks a little dry. Yeah. It's kind of like winter time. We always think winter time is like, all right, kind uh, of, you know, wrap things up. You know, get ready to stay in the house. Yeah. Okay, let's see what we cannot do. Mm-hmm. Let's see how unproductive I can actually be. Let's see how much sleep I can actually get. Let's see how much rest. You know, who's worried about waking up early in the winter when it's cold? It's kind of season. And the season that looks productive, it looks, oh, the trees are flourishing, the flowers, oh, the dew. Like, you could walk in the sunshine, and it could be raining, and you're still walking. Sun shower. We love it. Winter is cold. Is this hell? What is this? Is this snow? What is this? Is this ice? I don't even know what's falling from the sky right now. There's so many different elements all at once. So here it is. But it's my season now. Mm-hmm. How can winter be my season to be prepared and ready? Because mm-hmm. God said, I'm doing a new thing. Yes, yes, yes I'm yes. doing a new thing. That's good, that's good. I will do a new thing and it shall spring forth. So he's not worried about what it looks like. Mm-hmm. He's not worried about how did the ground look? How dry the ground look? The mm-hmm. better, the more dry it is, yes. the better it is. Mm-hmm. Because he loves glory. Mm-hmm. He loves to get the glory. Yes, yes. And so it's funny. Like, we don't get it. It's like, all right, Lord, like, my sister-in-law, she had, um, she needed money. Like, can you book money and tuition for school? And she said, um, she's like, you know what? And she was, you know, she was doing a little fundraiser, seeing everybody can, you know, give her money. And... And just like, you know, and so she had to go somewhere around because it wasn't enough. No, it wasn't. What she was doing wasn't working. So she goes and she goes to see they have a grant. And the woman said, well, how much? She's like, well, how much? She's like, right now, how much you need on a blank piece of paper? Just write down. She didn't give her an application. She didn't give her any special paper. She's like, write down what you need. She wrote down. But she needed. Now this is from she's a pastor. She loves the Lord. And so she writes it down. And she got not only what she needed, but more than that. And it's funny because she had she had actually she had a, what do you call it? She let me and Thomas know via Facebook. And I was like, Oh, that's so good. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I'm happy and I'm rejoicing for her. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm rejoicing for my cousins who got their new home. I'm like, oh, that's great, right before the new year. Great. That's awesome. Okay, Lord, what about over hither? <laughs> I mean, I thought, I mean, I feel like I have a great faith. Like, I believe for some great things that only you can do, Lord. So I'm just uh, not hating. I love what's happening around me. It's wonderful. But it sure be nice. How does that favor work though? Like, will I know the favor? Will I recognize the favor? Or is it favor that you have specifically designed for me in this particular season? Because sometimes that favor is like that Joseph favor. You still locked up, but you're flowing. Or is it the other favor like Abraham? I need you to go. Leave your family and head on out. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got that favor. Tell me to leave the house and go to that house. I will do it. I will run. I will leave everything. Think my husband and kids, I guess. Yep. Kids will come, honey, right? Kids gotta come. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Lord that 
you know, sometimes we can be encouraged. It says, you know, Hebrews, the book of faith, had all these different heroes. And I'm like, well, Lord, you know, I feel like I could be a hero. Because I believe you for anything and all things. So this wait, this delay. And I was reading in um, Psalms 119. And, you know, because they kept, you know, King David, he, he can express his emotions. He was not shy about his emotions. Like, whatever was going, he just poured out. In the same way he just poured out, the same way Paul talks about how he pours out his life for us, for disciples that he was ministering to, the same way we have to pour out. So I'm like, all right, Lord, um, I'm trying to pour out, and I'm trying to walk by faith, but I don't want to cry. Like, I'm tired of crying. I don't want to cry. Like, I know tears and some little vials somewhere in heaven. That's great and wonderful. But I don't, I don't want to cry. Because, you know, because then sometimes you got to turn the water faucet on, you got to turn it off, and then you go through all these emotions, and, and it doesn't really feel like anything's changed. So I don't really feel like crying anymore. I kind of just want to just be feel that joy and that peace that's mentioned and how like, I keep my mind and my heart focused on you. And you know, the peace that makes no understanding whatsoever. It would be like a garret. It would be like a melt. It melt up. It won't even be in my heart. It won't be around me. It will be like a melt. Yeah. So it's covering every aspect of my heart. Yes, yes. Everything where everything is happening in my heart. Because we know out of our heart, the abundant speak, but it's also the springs of life flow as well. Yeah. So I have to yeah. be on guard. So I have to guard it and mount it with this peace. Yes, yes. But I gotta be mindful of what I'm thinking about, where my mind's going, where my thoughts are going, and I can't worry about who's getting what, who's not getting what, and I can't be afraid to pour out and empty out, because hell is he gonna fill me up with more of him. Yes, yes, yes amen. So, so true. Because sometimes I know, um, like if you're gonna disagree with someone, and you can harden your heart, you're like, okay, you know what, I'm done. And sometimes when you put a wall up, whether it be intentional or unintentional, like, I'm not getting hurt again. It's almost like defense, you know, self-defense mechanism. And in the process, we're blocking a lot of things out. A lot of nothing's getting in. A lot of things are dropping to the wayside that should be coming in. A lot of things that we should be receiving aren't coming in. We're trying to figure out, like, a word. You know, what's wrong with me? What am I doing? And yet you've blocked off a certain access. You know, there's different, the heart has different chambers, yes. you know. And the king, he wants full access to every chamber. Yes. I mean, he's given us his Holy Spirit. And it's as intimate as you can get. Like, to pour yourself into someone else in spite of knowing yes. all about them, inside yeah. out, outside yeah. in. And yet, we get a little twisted when things aren't going as smoothly in the time frame. Like I told him, I was like, you know, I was at work and um, I was right on this sticky note. It was like a little joke in my head. And I was like, when, Lord, when? And then I was like, and this is me doing his response. Like, well, I am an everlasting God, so, you know, what time is it over there? You know, and I'm feeling like, okay, I know he knows what time it is, but I need to know what time it is so I know how to prepare. Because when you have a farm, you know, when you're cultivating the land, there's yes. different things you do mm -hmm. during different seasons. So yes. you have to recognize 
where you are yes, yes. in your season. Because every season is your season. Yes. But you have to understand how you're preparing, how you're moving forward. Yes, yes. Um, I understand that our prayer calls and devotion in the morning is, for me, it's for training and development. Um, because sometimes, like initially, when I first would minister the word, um, I would be. I would go read and study, and I'm like taking notes in the Holy Spirit, just ministering. It's like, oh, it's so bad. Is it so cool? It was like, hi, so I get certain things. I'm cutting and pasting. Like, oh, okay, cool. And then, then he started weaning me, and then it would be uh, a scripture that kind of every little bit, and I had to kind of go on on my own. I was like, okay, Lord, I think that's what you want. Is what you want? Is this? Because I don't want to say what you want me to say. So. This must be what you want, because I don't think like this. This must be what you want. Don't go write this down. Okay, this is good stuff. What is good stuff? And then it was this scripture. I don't have nothing. I haven't written anything down. I have no notes. It's just me and your word. And here I am, not by faith, not by sight. Okay, so I can't look and see how everybody else is being used to minister. I can't look and see what I don't have written. I have to know what his word says. I have to stand on it and understand it and grab hold of it. Because when, even when you're ministering, you have to have a faith and trust that God's using you and speaking through you. Yes, yes. And his word is perfect anyway. Yes, it's been yes, tried. Yes. It's pure. So there's nothing wrong about his word Amen. other than the interpretation of man. But his word's perfect. It's active. It's alive. It's powerful. It's energetic. Yes, yes. It's nothing it can't do. It runs swiftly. And so with that, I'm like, okay, so just open your mouth wide and I will fill it. So even we don't even if sometimes you don't even like it feel like praying, but sometimes you just okay, well, I'm just gonna go pray. And all of a sudden you're full of it. Mm-hmm. You will start opening your mouth and he will give yes. you the words of what yeah. to yeah. say. Yeah. Even because you don't even know what to pray. All I know is, Lord, I just need change. I need something different. I need more than this. I need more of you. But when I'm so caught up in self, I can't see the new thing he's doing. Yeah. And it's like everything hurts sometimes, and it's like it's getting worse when it's getting better. But it's so different. It's so foreign. Yeah. Because it's requiring more of me. Yes, more yes. of what I'm unclear of what I'm supposed to yield to him. Mm-hmm. Well, Lord, okay, so I started walking the water to the Jesus. I'm like, well, wait, how is this working? Oh, man, it's a storm over here. The clouds are coming in. How, how, am I, how is this working for me? How am I doing what I'm even doing? Because I know this is impossible. I'm doing impossible things right now, and none of it has anything to do with me other than my focus and my faith. So where I focus my faith in, it's not for me to make my faith work. It's already activated mm-hmm. with the love that I have for yes, Him, yes. the trust I have mm-hmm. for Him. Because we're in communion. But if the more frequently we com- are we in communion with the Lord, the more we're talking to Him, the more we're pouring in. Because how can you have a relationship with someone and you're not intimate? It's different levels of relationship. It's different levels of friendship. But when you're intimate, He can trust you with things yes, that are yes, hidden. So true. Yes. He can reveal more of himself to you because you're revealing more of yourself to him. Which is really he's revealing more of yourself to you. Yes. Of who you are Mm -hmm. in him and who he is for you. Yes, so true. And so, with that being said, it's just a reminder, just he's doing a new thing. And it requires stretching. And so sometimes it hurts from being in a potter's hand when you're being reshaped. 
reformed. Because sometimes, as a soldier, when you go up in higher ranks, there's a higher calling and there's different demands. True. Oftentimes, you're under someone and so you're receiving. But at some point, you come and start going up, you're actually giving commands yourself. Yes. And so, we're in a place we got to start commanding some things. Yes. With His Word. By the faith that we should have. Because sometimes where we're headed, some people crash and burn because they haven't had, they don't have the faith developed. They're sinking. And you only need a little bit of faith. You only need a little bit of faith. But you need to have specific aim. Otherwise, what are you doing? It's purposeless. What are you aiming at with your faith? What is it directed towards? Is it selfish? Is it itself? If it's pride, is it wrapped up in pride? But it looks like it's masking Christ. He'll find out. So we have to understand what our purpose is, what we're aiming our faith towards. This is a new season, and you gotta, we gotta say, come up higher. And that's staying, spending more time than we normally do. Because how can we prepare? How can we be covered? We have to have them. And more and more. I mean, people say, like, look at each other, look at the news, look at this. It's always been that way. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. we could just have more cameras revealing who we are in humanity. Just all these cameras. It's just pointing more, it's just getting closer. More microphones, more platforms. Yes. And so we just have to start being more minded, just having the mind of Christ and having specific aim so we understand which season, what to do in this particular season yes, yes. in the preparation so that way we're ready. Being ready in and out of season. And every season is our season because yes. we have Christ Jesus. Yes. Jesus was always in season. Yes. And if we have the Holy Spirit, it's always our season. But just understanding what we're trying to get out. Preparing. Amen. 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 And now, the final word from Minister Thomas Trey Gilbert. Good evening, everyone. Today I want to talk to you out of 2 Timothy chapter 4 in the second verse. It's a very familiar passage of scripture. It says, uh, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, Repuve, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. Uh, this word doesn't say have a pulpit, be a pastor and preach. It just says preach the word. This is a letter to a pastor, yes, but at the same time, we're reading it as what we would call layman. Um, I don't particularly believe in the term of layman, but someone who is not uh, in, an, in a particular office. And I'll tell you why I don't believe in the term layman. Um, not only in Revelation does it talk about uh, the Laodiceans, which would be rule of the people, but um, we are called to be a royal priesthood. Uh, as believers and followers of Christ, we are priests. So no, you don't. You may not be in the office of a pastor, prophet, apostle, evangelist, or teacher, but at the same time, you are called to be a priest. And as priests, we are called to preach the word, to be instant in season and out of season, uh, to reprove, to basically correct, uh, to rebuke. If somebody is doing something wrong, uh, set them straight. Don't don't do it to show them what you know, but do it to correct them that they may uh, that they may walk in truth. 
uh, to exhort. To exhort is to encourage. And, and encouragement comes in many different forms. Uh, you have to be able to encourage yourself. You have to be able to encourage others. And then a step further, you have to be able to encourage others, even when you yourself don't feel encouraged. And so that's a difficult thing to do. Uh, but it says to do it with all long suffering and doctrine, which means it has to be rooted in the word of God. Um, you can't just come off the top with some made up thing or or tell people what what you believe without any biblical background or backing, because the word of God is truth. And if you're not teaching out of the word of God, um, you're teaching your own truth and things like that are borderline um, or how uh, borderline religions and cults are started. People take their own interpretation of the Bible. Make sure that you're rooted and grounded and guided by the Holy Spirit in truth. And so we are to witness to people every day, wherever we find ourselves. Learn to interject God into a conversation. I was talking to a gentleman uh, recently, um, just at the snack machine at my job, and I asked him how he was doing. And he said, uh, he was like, you know, I, I'll be all right, you know, once I get, you know, things together and, and this. And I said, I said to him, well, look, man, you woke up this morning, right? He said, yeah. I said, somebody else woke up this morning dead. And he started laughing. I said, so that's something to thank God for, right? And he says, yeah. He's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for that. You know, that's, that's good, brother. You know, and so even something as small as that, just making him laugh and then interjecting the Lord into a conversation will help you be able to begin to minister to people right where they are. You meet them where they are, and then, and then you minister to them without the offense of, you know, asking them what they believe or what they're supposed to believe or or being all uh, being all condescending like you're better than them. No, you just meet them where they are, and you minister. You preach the word in and out of season. So God bless you. Be encouraged. Uh, know that God needs you to minister to someone else, to be a light in this world. Okay? God bless you. And we'll talk soon. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope that you are encouraged by God's word. And we'll tune in next time to this station for our Sunday service at Restoration Christian Ministries. Stay encouraged and have a blessed week. Celebrate Halloween with dressed up donuts from Dunkin', like the spooky sweet Halloween spider donut. Trick or treat. Aren't you a little bit old to be trick or treating? Uh, no. This is, uh, it's just a really good uh, costume. Anyway, I hear you're giving out Dunkin' Spider Donuts? Didn't I just see you with your kid? No, that was just, uh, my friend. Psst, Dad, is it working? Run to Dunkin' all month long for the Halloween Spider Donut and get 10 Munchkins Donut Hole Treats for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Limited time offer. Participation may vary. Celebrate Halloween with dressed-up donuts from Dunkin', like the spooky sweet Halloween spider donut. Trick-or-treat! Aren't you a little bit old to be trick-or-treating? Uh, no. This is, uh, it's just a really good, uh, costume. Anyway, I hear you're giving out Dunkin' Spider Donuts? Didn't I just see you with your kid? No, that was just, uh, my friend. Psst. Dad, is it working? Run to Dunkin' all month long for the Halloween Spider Donut and get 10 Munchkins Donut Hole Treats for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Limited time offer. Participation may vary.